Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in. Alright Dallas Them snakes baby It's the Merrill Kelly game The Juco Bandit No one wanted him on their Big league roster Dallas He didn't have the path That everyone else had He had to fight for it Game 2 of the World Series Was Merrill Kelly night how do them snakes answer? The answer backs, Dallas. One more time. Yeah, one more time. Yeah. Them snakes took a tough L in game one. They sent Merrill Kelly to the mound to right the ship. Tori Lavello said, you know what? Fuck you and your predictions. We're going back to the desert. Tied up 1-1. Dallas Braden is in a laundry room at a rave right now. He looks like Andy Dick, but that's how we're going to open up the show. I want to, I, what, who, because Dallas won't tell us who he is for Halloween. Uh, what are your predict? Like, I'm going to go Andy Dick. Jay, hey. I'm sort, sort of taking this in here for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Fall hmm. Boy? I liked your Ernie Bach Jr. <laughs> yeah. He could be Ernie Bach He's Jr. A, I know he is. He's Who shaggy. Is he? He's shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You, Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. From one, okay. Yeah. So, we didn't see it. Yeah. You cheated. You didn't give us the whole the I whole didn't see it, but here. I knew it. I yeah. That's a good it. call. Yeah. And, you know, and you ought to see the chick I'm going home with. Smoke <laughs> Daphne. Oh my! 
Oh my. Who's Scooby? Scooby's at home sleeping, bro. Okay. Like, really? Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah. I got to ask yeah. these questions. It's part of the, it's my journalism uh, gene that I have. Uh, but anyways, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're in the laundry room at this rave in the middle of the woods, which is, you know, par for the course with Dallas Braden. Uh, what were your first impressions of game two of the World Series? Obviously, the, the Merrill Kelly game. Merrill Kelly deal fest. The Merrill Kelly deal fest. We talked about Zach Gallon and whether or not he was going to be a potential X Factor. We'll get to Longo, the X Factor, a little later. <laughs> But Merrill Kelly, they don't win. They don't win this game without Longo. Just say they, they don't win playoffs without him, dude. They if don't win this game without Longo. Hey, I'm, I, I I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to bring it up. It had to be addressed. Like I said, we'll get to that a little later, right? We're not going to talk about Cattell Marte and his his journey to MVP. Like I predicted, we're not going to we're not going to talk about any of that right now. It's the Merrill Kelly deal, but Sam Marte won for five dollars. Look, we'll get there. It's the Merrill Kelly. Dwight and Dice. Mm-hmm. Jay Hay highlighted it. This was always going to be the reason that the Diamondbacks were going to win this series. This was the reason they should have won the game last night. Didn't unfold because of Paul Seawall just whatever for the first time in a very long time, not nailing it down. So here we are enjoying, celebrating the, the I don't know if it's the the coming out party for Merrill Kelly, but Kinda. it seems like the last the month of the regular season and slaying that Dodger giant was something that allowed him to just go, you know what? Fucking wheels. Are- <laughs> now here we go. Let's let it burn. Let's let it burn. And the dude has just continued to roll, man. So tonight with, with, with his effort, I just love the fact that in the most pivotal time of the baseball season, you see a starting pitcher continue to roll both of his nuts out there and drop them right on the mound and say, here they are, your best, my best, let's make it happen. And it's the starting pitcher, the horse, that makes it happen. Also, uh, no walks, right? No walks, nine punchies? That's it. Dyson and Dyson. And and on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, CJ Nikowski, awesome broadcaster for the Texas Rangers, highlighted the fact that Jordan Montgomery was spending a lot of time in the strike zone, maybe more so than he needed to, the swing and miss, there, there just there wasn't any, and that was just that was a bad recipe. That was a bad recipe against a Diamondback team that we talked about getting aggressive at the right time and watching that completely change the way they have looked as a team, really at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look back at this game, uh, if you pull up the box score 10 years from now, it'll look like a route, but it became that after Merrill Kelly came out of the game. This was all him. Uh, obviously, Fam had the four hits, got picked off, but uh, <laughs> Mike Maddox calling him a dumb fuck. Don't love that. Hey, hey well, I tell you what, if I'm Mike Maddox, I might I might be a little late to BP. I, I don't know if I'm getting any <laughs> <Yeah>. early work in. <laughs> that's a good point. Man, my God, have something to talk about. And if that's the case, nay, nay, dog. Nay, nay. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, but you know what? People have that's gotten the, the shit slapped out of them for much less than what Mike <laughs> Maddox did tonight. Oh, oh, buddy, because that's that's personal, right? Like I was telling this dude on the internet the other day, like he was like, come on, man. I was trying to ride with Sam. 
We're like, dude, I, I don't know if I can get on board. He slapped the shit out of my boy, Jock. And I was like, yo, dog, you just don't mess with the Chiefs because you could absolutely any day catch a fade if you start messing with a guy. That's just a fact. Tommy Pham is not that dude. And Tommy Pham, like, now it's personal. I mean, let's be real. He's not going to slap the shit out of Mike Maddox. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not too sure about that. Also, uh, after he homered in game one, I tweeted out the video of his post game from whatever it was, 2019, where he was like, you know, uh, I want to give credit to myself. Like, I had to throw BP to myself. I had to play catch with myself because my dad wasn't there. And I tweeted that video. Guess who liked it? Tommy Pham. He's very online. He's online. (laughs) So, and I tweeted out the Mike Maddox video with the the lip read. Like, he's going to see that shit. Obviously, he doesn't need me on Twitter to see it. He would have seen it anyway. But he's very online, and he'll see it. Oh, (laughs) that's why the first thing I thought was like, oh, oh, man. Oh, I don't want to see like a Pedro slamming Don Zimmer again. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, but uh, but yeah, this game, this this series was always going to be about what was going to happen on the mound for the Arizona Diamondbacks to watch Merrill Kelly do what he's done to watch Tommy Pham. I mean, dude, that that is, you know, that's almost like a Conor McGregor moment where he's like, hmm, I'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. To hell with all of you, right? Like Tommy Pham's like, bro. I'd like to thank me and give give me some attention and give me some more love because I'm here. I'm the one who's been able to put the pedal to the metal and get this done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love to see dude. Longo, 15 years removed from World Series appearances, Jared. I don't know. Just get big hits when you need to. People Just get uh, big hits when you need to. You need to get a start. Sure, like you said on the scoreboard, it's, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. You might even try to label it insignificant. That's fine. How do we get to the point of insignificance? Big at bats early. Who provided those? Longo. So Marte. Dallas. You need to blow it open. Da- you need an invitation to the Marte Parte. Oh my fucking so, people are oh, talking. I'm yelling at my buddies on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's going on over what? there? What? Uh, I was gonna say, you know, Evan Longoria has been in the league for over a decade now. And he's, yeah. what, 38 years old. He's been around the block. Some people are saying this is the longest that a player has been in the the big leagues before getting their nickname. People are already calling him the X Factor. I, I Look, <laughs> I was asked by the ones to get on the ground level with the T-shirts, and I was like, oh, look, this is, this is not about me. It's about Longo at this point. We're going to let that ride. Mm-hmm. So right. I, 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 I get it, but I mean, Aptly named, aptly named. Yeah. We're gonna throw the numbers out. Uh, throw the numbers out, right? It's just gonna be about the advance, Jared. Just yeah. about the advance. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other thoughts before we let you get back to your party? Before what? Before you get back to your party. Oh uh, no, man, I'm great. Two and zero on the beer pong table. Just to let you know, um, live music should be starting here anytime. Uh, Diamondback <laughs> day off, regroup. See you back in the desert. This series is going to be an absolute electric factory. I feel like this thing is going seven. It's inevitable, and it's going to be a fucking slugfest. I love that. All right, Dallas, enjoy uh, enjoy the party. Call us back anytime. We we always love having you. I'm out. <laughs> Bye, Dallas. <laughs>
Things are heating up in the ballpark, and the chase to crown a champion is on. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. String together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code JARED. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app with promo code JARED. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Opt-in and 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Okay, so there you have it. The uh, voice of the Oakland A's. The conductor of chaos for the Arizona Diamondbacks, Dallas Braden, uh, also known as uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Um, Jay, hey, your thoughts from this game two of the World Series? Um, I mean, it, it was the Merrill Kelly game. Uh, I don't think we should move past too quickly that start because it's pretty rare uh, to get that... You know, we were talking about the seven innings thing, and it's very rare that people go seven innings anymore, particularly in the World Series. But nine strikeouts, zero walks, and one run in a World Series game by an NL pitcher. Uh, Kershaw, Cliff Lee, Don Newcomb, and Merrill Kelly. That's it. Um, it was very impressive in any era. And from the other side, like the Jordan Montgomery thing, like obviously he's been dealing throughout most of the postseason, throughout most of the season. Um, he just keeps getting better every year. The concern with him, and, and this is, yeah, it, it, listen, and this is a little bit of like hindsight, like just analyzing this game and, but it was always the swing and miss. And if he, if he was a postseason pitcher, is he going to get enough swing and miss in the postseason to be that guy? And, uh, in game two of the 2023 world series, the answer was definitively no. Um, you know, Dallas brought up, he just kind of casually referenced the swing and miss, but he only got ended up and there were a lot of people tweeting about it as the game went on, but he ended up getting two whiffs in 37 total swings uh, from batters tonight. Uh, not very good, in, in, including zero on 13 swings at his sinker. Um, you know, just by comparison, Merrill Kelly had 10 whiffs on 41 swings. Um, so considerable difference there. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of the story. Like, you know, obviously there were individual interesting offensive performances, mostly almost entirely from 
the Diamondback side, but you know the take home here was for sure uh, Merrill Kelly. Would you welcome the devil's advocate argument that he hasn't really gotten swings and misses all postseason? So when he loses a game, now we're going to talk about it, whereas we didn't really talk about it before. Yeah, but that's how it works, right? Because the the not getting swings and miss thing is a fine plan until those balls find holes or until yeah. the balls are hit hard enough to to get through anyway, right? Like it's it's fine. Nine I'm not, hits. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not a good pitcher. I'm just saying when you don't have the swing and misses built in to your results the way Jordan Montgomery does not, then it opens you up to starts like this where balls in play find holes and you just don't like you're just more subject to things outside of your control. Basically, that's the whole idea with strikeouts is that it's you're keeping things within your control as much as possible because the ball is not going in play. Um, And Jordan Montgomery is not that type of pitcher. And it was in the extreme way tonight because obviously he normally gets at least several strikeouts uh, didn't tonight. So, yeah, if people want to say you're going to talk about it when it happens and not when it doesn't, then, yeah, that's true. That's basically how this works. Um, Joseph, your your main takeaways from tonight. Snakes alive. Snakes alive. Team doesn't go away. No. They play the small ball. They do little things. But it really, I mean, I'm kind of offended. You guys said it was the, um, this is the Merrill Kelly game. I think it's the Tommy Pham game. For the four hits. Not, but it's like the four hits. And also, like, you're going to come after the guy, call him a fucking idiot. What did he say? Dumb fuck. Like, that's just not fucking smart. No, it's really not. And I if mean, I was if, Tommy Pham, I wouldn't take that disrespect, especially after you get four hits in the World Series. That's. I can tell you right now, Tommy Pham's not going to take that disrespect. Like he that that's just not how that's going to go down, whether it's a conversation in private or whether it's a Don Zimmer 2.0. Like, I don't think he's just going to let that slide. Maybe maybe it's something that he addresses after. Uh, the World Series is over. If the D-backs can pull this out and then he talks his shit. Can't you, you know? see it, dude? Can't you see Ken Rosenthal going in the dugout? Tommy Pham, you just had a two-run home run. Who is it? Who is it? Is it uh, Verducci? Who's doing the fucking it? They both do it. They both do it. Well, either one of them. And Tommy Pham goes, Mike Maddox, you're an idiot. Can't you see him calling out Mike Maddox live on live TV? What I can see is if the D-backs win the World Series, that Tommy Pham is in the parade wearing a dumb fuck t-shirt. See, that seems a little light to me, you know? I don't Why? I mean, you talk your shit after. I mean, what's it going to do if he goes after him right now? It's uh, like the series is tied. You're going back to Arizona. cool. Like, it'd be awesome, dude. If Tommy Pham says, you know what? The pitching coach for the Rangers can suck my cock. <laughs> We're going to win. Like, that would make the World Series a lot more interesting. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just kind of hoping for it. Yeah. Not yeah. that it's not interesting, but Tommy Pham, that would add an extra layer or no? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, the uh, the Texas Rangers had to go to the to the bullpen after six from Montgomery. You had Heaney get you a couple outs. Dane Dunning got you an out. Uh, Martin Perez fed to the Wolves at the end there. Like, that's a thing that I I wanted to highlight outside of it being the Merrill Kelly game is the fact that the D-backs offense the just unloaded a can of whoop-ass on the Texas Rangers pitching staff tonight because 
it was a very tough loss. Paul Seawald had not allowed a run the entire postseason. He was automatic. It was a two-run lead in the ninth inning. They sent him out there. I mean, this series could very easily be two nothing D-backs going back to Phoenix right now. I mean, how many how many innings have we played, and how many of them have been uh, with the Diamondbacks leading the game? I mean, it's got to be it's like seventeen of how many ever innings we've played. Seventeen of twenty innings. Yeah, the D-backs have winning or sixteen of twenty, something like that. Um, Reminds me of the. Uh, 2015 World Series where the Mets were leading the entire yeah. time and lost in five. Yeah. <laughs> they were leading closer. for like whatever. Like Kevin, if if I called Kevin right now, I guarantee you he could tell me the exact number of innings that the Mets were leading in that World Series. But it was basically like 93% of the 2015 World Series the Mets had the lead and they lost in five games. So are the D-backs just better? Because these guys are fucking unstoppable all of a sudden. Um... I mean, to Dallas's point, I think it's just an evenly matched World Series. Like, I mean, the fact that it's not like it was a fluke two-run home run that Seawald gave up. He gave up a bomb to, in your own words, the best offensive player that wasn't Shohei Otani this year. The Rangers. I mean, the Rangers are legit. Yeah. Yeah, but but no one's questioning the Rangers' legitness. Legitness. That's legitness. No, I don't think anybody's questioning the Rangers, but this is what I was trying to get out get at when Jared asked the question, I think last podcast about like, are the Arizona, are are the D backs like the underdog story narrative in this series? And like, I I just don't think the Rangers are, they're just a good, they're a good to very good team. Like, I just Mm -hmm. think these teams are generally speaking in terms of world teams to appear in the world series. I think they're in the same general group of teams. Like, I don't, I don't think one of these teams is substantially better than the other as they exist currently. I do think it's a, I think it's I think on talent it's a tight World Series. Really? Because I go down the the Rangers lineup and I just feel like it's way better than the D backs. There's a reason why when we did a baseball is dead parlay tonight that no one picked anyone on the fucking D backs. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like it was yeah. offense heavy and no one picked anyone on the D backs. I was thinking about that. I, I in my head I said we should do a oh I I picked the fucking Corbin Carroll Steele. Yeah, but that's not like you didn't even pick him to get a knock. I should have because he didn't get a steal. Yeah. But um, we should have done a Snakes Alive. Snakes Alive parlay? Yeah. Maybe we can do that for game three. That's definitely true that the Rangers offense, if you just look at it, is better. But through two games, the D-backs starting pitching has also been definitively better than the Rangers. And I know it's it's all small sample shit. I get it. We're talking about like. I think the Rangers two pitchers have combined for like eight innings, but like that's that's part of the problem. Um, I mean, the D-backs had a negative run differential this season. <laughs> yeah. Negative 15 compared to plus 165. That's crazy. Like where does that, where does plus 165 rank? That is fourth best in baseball. Braves, Dodgers, Rays, Rangers. So. I mean, I yeah, get what I, you're saying. Like, I, I'm I'm seeing what you're seeing. Like, I am seeing that they are even like for a. If you were to take two teams in this playoff bracket and say, where can we throw together an evenly matched World Series that will be exciting and have base running and great defense? Like, the defense in the series has been fucking awesome after two games. Like, the defense has been great. Yeah, they're two uh, very good defensive teams. Yes, you have stars, uh, good enough pitching. I mean, it's not like 
it's 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 not like you you have an abundance of aces, but you have good front line guys going. And uh, for all the shit that we've talked about, the Rangers bullpen it hasn't been complete trash. And the D backs have a good back end of their pen. So uh, it's a very evenly matched World Series. But when you look at the fucking run differentials, you'd be like, uh, the Ra- so, Rangers in four. <laughs> so, you know, totally. And here, here's what I would say I would say that I, I'm not saying that the quality of the regular seasons that these teams put together are the same. But I think if you want to make the case that it's a close on talent World Series right now, like there are a couple of things that you can point to on the D backs roster specifically that make them appreciably more dangerous than they were throughout the vast majority of the ser- uh, of the season this year, which is a, n- namely Brandon Fought, who we've talked about at length on this podcast, mm-hmm. who was starting yep. game three. He is not the same guy fundamentally that he was during the 23 regular season for them, right? So that's just Correct. like a true talent difference. Like that happens. Alec Thomas is another example of that, I think, who who was just kind of bad during the regular season and has been a true difference maker during the postseason. Um, and then, um, who was the other guy? Tommy um, Pham. I mean, Cattell Marte, you could say. Yeah. Uh, oh, and sorry, you could say but all of oh, those Moreno. guys. Sorry, I had a brain fart. It was Moreno. That's where I yeah. was going with it. Who was again, spent most of the regular season not being fine, just being kind of fine, but with minimal power. And over the final like month of the regular season and through most of this postseason, he has been a much better player than he was. So I I get it. I get what you guys are saying. I just think like there have been some... And then we talked about the, the bullpen being better than it was for most of the season. And I think that's a lot of legitimacy there too. So I think... Are, are the D-backs a flawed team? Yes. We talked about how they're the first team to ever be outscored and advanced to the World Series uh, out of the NL. But I think they're also a much better team than they were throughout most of the regular season. Even under the bright lights of the playoffs, Blue Moon Belgian White Belgian-style wheat ale is the beer that's made brighter. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark for baseball fans, first brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. From its bold, refreshing flavor to its beautiful, bright color, Blue Moon is as iconic as America's pastime. Dallas sounds like he's been hitting the Blue Moons tonight for Game 2, baby, and how can you really blame him? Nothing hits better than cracking a Blue Moon, sitting back at your couch or maybe at a Halloween party and catching Game 2 of the World Series. So, boy, Dallas, keep drinking those Blue Moons. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball, so it's the perfect match for the playoffs. The crack of a beer, the pour, the first sip of that bold flavor. Blue Moon always feels like a special occasion. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful, bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all through the playoffs. Brighten up the baseball playoffs with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for fresh baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to find Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. I I saw some people comparing this D-backs team to the 06 St. Louis Cardinals. And I was like, pump the fucking brakes. Like that team won, I believe, 84 games or something like that, similar to the D backs. But they had Albert Pujols, uh, Jim Edmonds, and Scott Rowland. 
who were basically hurt and then they got healthy at the end and then they were, I mean, that, that St. Louis Cardinals team in 04 won 105 games. Like yeah. this is not uh, a D-backs team that is two years removed from winning 100 plus games. To me, uh, yeah, to me, it's the most surprising World Series team I've ever seen. Who's a more, like what I roster? Th- I think that can be true. A- and and the fact that they're a lot better than they were for most of the season also be true. I, yeah, I agree. I think, like, should we talk about like, if you're talking low win team. totals to win, to make it to the World Series, you're talking about the 06 Cardinals, who again, it, it was the, the, they had the spine of a hundred something plus. Why is Dallas Braden calling me back right now? This guy is he's, fucking drunk, dude. He's on mushrooms. Yeah, this guy is fucking on drugs. LSD, Hello? MDMA. Hello, Dallas. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not connected to the thing. He's mixing right, drugs. He's on a... Have, 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 have we discussed whether or not Max Scherzer, like Max Scherzer as an X-Factor? This guy, <laughs> this guy fucking loves X-Factors. Uh, I think he's is, an that, X-Factor. I mean, no, 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 no. And, and, and Jay, hey, I, want to get, I want to get your thoughts on this because, um, I mean, Max, as far as I'm concerned, the fact that Max Scherzer is throwing baseballs with the diagnosis that we were the, that we were given with his shoulder, I mean that thing's in in seventeen different pieces. Like that, it's just that's not a good feel. I can tell you that. So he's mustering up World Series innings against. <laughs> and uh, do we think that that? Do we think that Max Scherzer? What do we expect? Four, five? If so, viable. And does he is he able to bounce back and give us anything else after that, or is what we get from Max Game Three after the off day? All we're going to get from Max, and is it pedal to the metal? Do we get, do we get a vintage Max Scherzer outing? My my thoughts on this are that I I don't ever expect vintage Max Scherzer to reappear during the twenty twenty three season postseason. Like I just don't think, I don't think he's giving us really any reason for optimism. Um, he wasn't great in September. Before he got shut down, he has been uh, ineffective, I think is the nicest way to describe his 23 postseason contributions so far. Nine hits, seven earned runs, and two homers in six and two-thirds. Like His last outing was two and two-thirds. He faced 13 right. batteries over 44 pitches. Like I, I, But does he still have the X factor? Yeah, does he I still have the fucking... Because Max Scherzer is like, if we're speaking X factors... He's got something, no shoulder, nothing. But if we're talking dogs, this is the dog of all dogs. I mean, I think he has here, to be considered here, the weakest starting pitcher going in this series. <laughs> when it comes but, to but dogs. No, 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 fair, fair. But Jay, hey, but Jay, hey, say he rolls out there and gives you what Evaldi just gave Texas. Is that, and, and the game situation is what it is. Now, I mean, obviously we're far removed from any sort of vintage max at that point and i agree i'm just kind of you know i'm just i'm just kicking the kicking the ball around but aside from a vintage if you get that if you get what you got from Evaldi out of max that's not vintage but i mean is that not that's about all you that, could that, ask for it's that, a, it, five runs if five runs in four innings is is acceptable then the rangers are uh, I, I don't know well, what they're doing I, in the I, world I series to be honest like i don't that that yeah, well, let Mad Bone so, pitch, and, and if and if you're reframing no, well, it as well, exit as exit the game with a two run lead or a one, whatever that situation was, then 
I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just think my expectations for Max Scherzer are exceptionally low. And I think he's a, uh, in terms of. But the reason, the reason I ask, the reason I ask about like a similar performance of all of these being acceptable is because my next question is going to be, if not Max, then who? And then my next question was going to be, did the Rangers make a mistake by having Max Scherzer on the roster, or was that their only viable option? And you're just gonna you're just gonna have to take what you can get from Max Scherzer. Well, who who was who did who's not spot? Max, well, like I don't think uh, that John Max Gray? Scherzer took anybody's spot uh, on the roster right. that could well, have helped. Like you can go like John Gray's pitch fine out of the bullpen, but, Dane Dunning, whatever. But you um, could start those guys instead of having them out of the bullpen. That would be yeah, the difference. Yeah, but I mean, Scherzer, so is, Scherzer is it, being on the roster doesn't prevent those guys from getting starts if Boach true. wants to no. do that. But is it a matter of, is it a matter of, and, and this is why, this is why the question is always like, all right, man, a 70% Max Scherzer with some of these other options and the the leash or the length of their leash is a 70% Max Scherzer with a shortened leash better than what you could get out of John Gray. And if it's going to be hitter to hitter after the first time through the lineup, and he just kind of continues to give you some swing and miss here and there and, and some weak contact, then is, is, is that, is that okay? And, and that's where I, that's why I'm kind of posing the question because we have the, you know, we, we have hindsight on our side right now, but with Max's start coming up and, him being able to give you four innings, and I'm not okay. So it was five runs for Evaldi, but they were within striking distance, and they won the fucking game because of that. If he's if he's not in there in the fourth inning, fifth inning, and they're up by four and five, well, different story. So it, it's just I, I just you know it's my brain turning. I'm in the woods, man. Yeah, your <laughs> eyes are fucking. There's no one home right now. This dude is glossed over. You're. This dude is just he's in the fucking. This dude is in the laundry K2. room of a house party thinking about Max Scherzer right now. He's doing K two and baseball guy. Baseball guy. <laughs> Jared, don't forget that I did the first ever podcast uh, the day of my child's birth in the in bathroom. Delivery room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is true. I mean, Dallas Sorry. is married to the game. Like there is a uh, spikes up tour twenty nineteen, like. Meg was about to pop, and this dude was at fucking Minnesota Twins spring training camp. Gets on the first flight when she's like, "Hey, I'm going into labor." He's like, "All right, peace out." And there he goes. Yeah. Wait. Well, hey, thanks for entertaining me. Uh, uh, continue your brilliant conversation. All right. Thanks, Dallas. You can call back anytime. All right. All right. I'll see you, pal. <laughs> You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I told D-backs fans last night you might want to hit up Game Time, head over to Texas, and grab some tickets for Game 2 because you got to win that game. Well, guess what? You won that game, and now you're coming back to Arizona, and you need more tickets. So if you're not an absolute idiot, you'll head over to Game Time. You'll go to Games 3, 4, and 5 of the World Series in Arizona for minimal prices. And if you want to get it at the last minute, Game Time's got you. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. 
Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and GameTime picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code JARED for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code J-A-R-E-D for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's wild that Max Scherzer, what we just, that conversation, this is the highest paid player in baseball history. Yeah, and we're, and we're worried. Like, what if he goes three innings? Is that a win? Yeah, well, if Max uh, Scherzer gives up four runs and only and pitches four innings, I think the goal is. Is four. that a plus? I think the I think the the goal is four. Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's yeah. If fair. it's any higher, you're deluding yourself. I think. But I mean, how sick would that fucking be? I love I love the Scherzer fob matchup. I think these guys. I mean. What do you, what is that fucking face, Jay? Hey, I don't, you don't I like don't know what fought? you don't like. No, the I just Scherzer. The I don't, narrative, bro. It's fine, I guess. Scherzer's Scherzer looks more cooked than not, though. I know, but like, okay, if you're the guy who's like watching pitch, pitching matchups with the savant page up, like who's got the best fucking vertical vertical break on their slider? Yeah, maybe not as sick, but we got one guy, Scherzer, who was on top of the world. Uh, season two seasons ago now people are looking at him like he's washed like a idiot one of the worst pitchers left in the playoffs and then you have Brandon Fott who came into the playoffs as a nobody and said oh this guy's starting game one they're they're screwed and now he's like kind of like an ace they've they're on complete opposite trajectories yeah. there's in some their poetry career. there um you've sold me um, a little bit I think I still don't like watching a legend suck though um, I know, but that's what I'm saying, Jay. Because what if he comes out tomorrow and he doesn't suck? Listen, if he comes out and like just gives them like five innings, one hit, like just no, no runs, no, just no, like seven innings, no hits. Seven what? innings is never happening. It's literally poetry. It literally the can't poetry. happen. Oh my god! I, I would it's honestly be. It's the highest paid player in baseball history. I might shed a tear if he gives five scoreless. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see it. I'm with Jay Hay. Like I don't want to. Like I hate Scherzer going out there and stinking up the joint or feeling yeah. like like it's the corpse of Max Scherzer going out there and just dying on his shield. Like I hate that. Like I would well, love to see him be able to deliver for for the right. And that and that's why I like this matchup so much is because I want Scherzer to, like I said, no hitter through seven. But I also I'm also rooting for fought for kind of the opposite reason. Yeah, no it's one like, believes in him. No one believes in fought. And he yeah. had the and he's a man of God, the Bible, the dugout. I mean, what are you going to do if he's if 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 they turn on the pregame on Monday and he's got the Bible out? Are you putting a live bet in? You know, yeah. How are you going to bet against Christ, Jake? Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Jake knows. Jake knows. What do the analytics say on on God? Are Christians better at baseball? Um, can we break that down? Can we get a? I mean, listen. I know. I know no one is a fan these days, but one of the biggest God guys going was Kurt Schilling, and he's one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. That's true, man. Guy guy had one leg and went out there and beat the Yankees. He had God on his side. Yeah. I think he abandoned the Lord, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had God on his side with the sock in the sock era. I think yeah. since then, 
I think Jesus said, no, you know thank what? you. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfriended. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we know? Fairly how, well. Fought Scherzer. Did that officially get named for game three? As um, on baseball savant, baseball savant says that those yeah. are the starters. So does ESPN. No, nobody emailed oh, yeah, it's, me it's from the in. PR office, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. MLB.com has it locked in. Um, all right. Scherzer fought game three, day off on Sunday. Uh, with, I mean, for all that we just talked about, Scherzer and how much we've been blowing Brandon fought, uh, they're going back to Arizona for three straight now, series tied. Does this series from this point forward favor the D backs because of the home field, because of the pitching matchup in game three? I'm going to say no straight off the bat, just okay. because I got faith in, in the uh, Rangers, just because I think they're always going to be like, if the Rangers were down 2 0, I would still pick the Rangers. Wow. So I would say still favors the Rangers just because I trust the lineup and I trust the pop and the bats a lot more. Okay. All right. Uh, Jay, hey, what are your thoughts on that question? I mean, I think it has to be something like a dead even toss up at this point. Okay. I mean, even if it's even if it's like a a a zero point five percent in favor of one team, what team are you saying it's favoring? It has to be the D backs, right? Um. Well, they because, have because yes. of home field and because of this pitching matchup that you it doesn't seem like you love for for the for the Rangers. I don't. I don't. I, although I do think the Rangers' offense is capable of hitting fought. Um, I I just don't love. I don't love the converse that the conversation begins with. Can Max Scherzer get us to four innings? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a fair conversation too. I'm it not is. Like, yeah. It's not good that four innings is borderline wishful thinking. No. Well, well, what do you think? What do you think the Diamondbacks? What I mean, if you're the Diamondbacks, how many innings are you expecting out of fought? Like, what's a win? Five. I mean, five at this, at this point, yeah, like five plus. I mean, that's every pitch in the in the playoffs now. He's, he's, he's gonna get he's gonna get you into the sixth inning. For what it's worth, DraftKings has the Rangers at minus one forty and the D backs at plus one ten to win the World Series. So, wow, uh, okay. DraftKings still rolling with the Rangers as uh, the clear cut, although not overwhelming favorite. Yeah, to yeah. they started at more, minus one seventy, I believe. And for okay. the next the next game, Scherzer versus Fought, game three, it's yep. a it's a toss up. Pick them. Wow. Even yeah. odds. That's interesting. Go. Yeah. They must be banking on them Rangers coming out swinging. They've already seen Fought. This hey, is uh this is uh this is gonna be a fun World Series. I'm excited. Um, yeah, we're off to a good start. Off to a great start. I've been thoroughly entertained. Uh, I expect more theatrics, more drama. Um, yeah, so buckle up. Uh, Jay, hey, you got any uh, any game two or game three future nugs? Anything cooking? Yeah, I want to drop a few more on tonight's game. Um, Joey brought him up. Fam, shot him out. Uh, NL batters to go four for four uh, or better. So five for five, six for six uh, with two or more extra base hits in a World Series game. Tommy Pham tonight, Pablo Sandoval with the 2012 Giants, uh, and Billy Hatcher uh, in 1990 with the Reds. That's the whole list. Uh, so pretty unique game. You can't you can't search for uh, getting picked off. Otherwise, I would have thrown that in there too. 
Uh, Corbin Carroll Colt was Wong. Colt Wong got picked off in the 2013 World Series. He did to mm-hmm. end it, wasn't it? Correct. In that game, walk, it was a walk off pickoff. Mike uh, Koji Uehara to Mike Napoli to pick off yeah, Colt it was, Wong. First it was outside of the stadium for that game. Um, Corbin Carroll, two for five, two RBI. Um, he is now the sixth NL player in the wild card era to have multiple RBI in three consecutive postseason games, uh, which he's now done, obviously joining Fred McGriff in 96, mm-hmm. Jim Edmonds in 2000, Reggie Sanders in 2005, who did it four straight games, uh, Ryan Howard in 09, and Juan Uribe in 2013. Mm-hmm. And then Moreno, um, just I want to put some specifics to what I said earlier. Uh, through August 15th of this season, he had a 672 OPS with three homers. And since that point, including the postseason, obviously, he has an 876 OPS, so about 200 points higher and eight home runs. So he's really turned the corner. And this is also a guy who was like a really upper echelon prospect um, for his entire time in the minors or most of his time in the minors. So the fact that he's taken that leap or appears to is not totally um surprising either that's uh those are my final thoughts guys imagine what you can accomplish when you're not distracted by the swampy conditions in your shorts dollar shave club's ball spray is like deodorant for your balls it absorbs moisture reduces chafing and keeps those rank odors at bay not to mention our minty fresh tingly aroma that lets you know you're fresh and a precision sprayer that makes application easy at any angle get a fresh pair visit dollarshaveclub.com to get ball spray today uh joseph any final thoughts Buckle up, cowboy. Oh, shit. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with the Rangers, but I like this game. I like Game Three. You like Game Three? I like. I liked watching Scherzer, and I like fought, man. I like these guys. I like this is for me. And I, you know what? You know what else is? If they're going Game Three, mm-hmm. that also means what's it mean? Two. They're lined up for Game Seven. Ooh, lined up for Game Seven, and I think it's going seven. So this is going to be a little bit of a preview. Okay. The Fopbot versus the dog. Extras. All right. Enjoy your day off on Sunday. We'll be back here with Game 3 reaction on Monday night. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Again, if you're listening, you should probably check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. We're trying to get to 500,000 subscribers by the end of the postseason. Uh... Dallas, you have to see Dallas's costume. So go to uh, the Baseball is Dead YouTube channel and hit subscribe. It's called Jared Carabas. It's called Jared Carabas. 500K subs by the end of the postseason. Let's do it. We can do it together with the help of the Grave Diggers. We'll see you on Monday. Let's go. Let's subscribe. We go. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.